And Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. You killed Bruce Willis. Was it a brick house? Do not pull your paper to the edge of nothingness. It's all yeah. this, and then there's Adam Poe. <laughs> we have to be a happy fairy tale, even though all those fairy tales are pretty gruesome if you look up the source contact. Welcome. I'm closer. Welcome, Wall Jangers. This is Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network Podcast number 88. This is the Triforce Podcast. Jangers and Wallhangers went live. We are live, and we are. The full Triforce. I, of course, am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. To my right is Christopher Bristow, the old man. Turn and to our left is Stephen Bucarell, big brother. And the infamous return, <laughs> he put in his 25 cents for another game, Our Kelly! Yay! No. <laughs> and the infamous trying, uh, just trying to get everything together here, he has realized. How much he has really missed us. Yes. Sorry I've been out. But life hit me hard the past couple months. With a brick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Literally from my house. So, yeah, brick house, yep. A brick <laughs> house from my house. <laughs> yep. Well, we're like Motel 6. We'll keep the light on for you. Yeah. You know what they say? Was it a brick house? house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why wow. we started this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Apparently Link's going with you. <laughs> or he's just trying to nip at your calves again. He's like, you know what? I haven't I'm tasted circling. I'm circling. I'm I haven't it. tasted those calves in I'm a out. long time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bubba. Get get back up here. Oh. No, oh. life hit me hard and, I, and you know, I'll be back more. I just needed to catch up some things real quick. Hey man, life happens. That's why uh, we're still here, man. Perjangers and Wallhangers is a big, nerdy love balloon, if I will call it that. A love balloon. Cotton? And one person that we do know in the love balloon, that's Matthew Kennedy with AKA The Bop. He's been flooding over. We're over 200 on the fu- on the Facebook, and he's been flooding over fans on his side. He went recently over to uh, a place of business. Had a nice podcast with them. Oh, he's also making moves, baby, with his other podcast. He's got a really good thing going on there. He's You will see him going live on the Perjangers Wallhangers page. That's okay. He's part of the Love Balloon. Share out your love. Comment, like, subscribe, follow him on YouTube as well as us. You know, we don't say that enough, but, you know, mash that subscribe button. Well, don't mash it because then you'll subscribe and unsubscribe, and then it'll be. If you keep on mashing it, you'll actually get eventually be this. Then we come over to Tales from the Morn Rip Studios production. We of course look over, uh, tell you to go off and look on YouTube for that episode one and two, episode two until death, and episode one clean shave out for you viewing pleasure. Now I have the dubious honor of writing and directing episode two, and hopefully more to come in the future. And, uh, of course, we want to go over to our site, pjandwh.com, and you can find us there. All of us. You can find. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, I, uh, all of us. Twitchy, most, old man, uh, and myself, as succinct. well as Big Brother. How do you like his uh, description there, uh, Twitch? Go <laughs> I am Matt's older brother. I like video games, cars, and do podcasts on books. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Short, sweet, and to the point. Love it. 
Yeah. You know, next well, to Teddy, he wrote a goddamn novel. Jesus. If you'd like to know about Teddy's entire life, it's it's yeah. it's up there. Although mine and yours are right about on par. And old man is short and sweet as well. You can also contact us right here on our <coughs> website. Add your name, your email, and your and what you want to talk to us about. And find us on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like and subscribe. We have a common uh, title and theme for this. Podcast, like and subscribe. But speaking of liking and subscribing, there was one person who popped up on our SoundCloud. Yes. If you want to pull up the SoundCloud. Um, Is this because of something we said last week? Yeah, because last week we or we actually reported on a story. It was a really cool indie game, second one, that we found on Triforce Podcast number 78. What was the title of that one again? God, I love these titles. Intergalactic Ways, Superpower, People Eaters. <laughs> <laughs> one, Lini, in case you ever want to remember to look that up, don't yeah. try. One, <laughs> don't try to Lini Kuna said, hey, thanks so much for the mention on our demo. Full releases in a month. We are so excited. Death and taxes. I woke hair. up the day, Tuesday, ready to go to work, and I saw this, and I couldn't believe that I got this Message. We thought it was a bot. I, I <laughs> thought it was a bot. That's all we ever see on our SoundCloud is bots. She doesn't repost. Send us a track. Don't track. <laughs> this should be internet viral. Like, okay, whatever. And then I'm reading this. I'm like, no. Hang on. This is a real person. <laughs> so then I go ahead and I mention it's our pleasure. You know, it looks like a great game. I can't wait to play it. And then I got a little thought in my head. And they don't always go well, but this one turns out it <laughs> did. And I couldn't be happier with it because I downloaded. You know the how demo. you know you know how like that when you have an idea and then three months later that idea comes up repeated by someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> so I ended up doing a de- game demo for de- uh, <laughs> Death and Taxes. I did the gameplay demo on it. And I downloaded it, and we'll see on the first story here that. <clears throat> Matt plays Death and Taxes is up on our YouTube now, and uh, the first words you will hear is "Enjoy the show." Yeah, you want to um, mute it, mute it. Why do you always scroll down? Play it because he wants to show everyone the credits. So scroll through this. There you go. End of the gameplay. Um, so this is a cool mechanic where you see the. It's like. An intro, but it's a comic structure, so mm-hmm. it's setting up a little bit of the world. Obviously, he's in a necromancy, of yeah. course, dark mages, and he has a cool cat or creepy cat, however you want to look at that. Nice bright yellow bow tie. Um, but like Mr. Claw from Expector Gadget, this is a game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game oh, is by next time. Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> This is the game by Placeholder Gameworks, and I went through this whole thing, and the beginning, you kind of have a couple different choices. Scroll up in, the, in it a little bit so you can get some of the, uh, not back further a little bit. There you go. Uh, a little bit forward there. So, after this whole beginning intro, you get into the meat of it, and this is your job, all right? You're scrolling through your uh, phone, massive threats for the wildlife, 
And then you say, hey, open me. You got a little video uh, message from uh, fate telling you what you need to do. And all you need to do is mark one human to perish with the marker of death. And now you have two different people to select from. It's a nice little kind of uh, profile, if you will, okay. of that person. And you have your marker of death. Yeah, you you get a little synopsis of who you're dealing with. And that in the upper left-hand corner is actually a fax machine, which you don't need to line the papers up. Just hit the button. I spent... <laughs> look. <laughs> if you look up Matt Place at the very end of, the, of this video, you will see that I spent a good two minutes lining up the papers for absolutely <laughs> <laughs> And Jewel Gray... I.e., uh, he'd be a good QA tester. Yeah, he wants to they find a cure for the chicken flu, and he has a substance abuse past. Maybe he should find the coronavirus. Uh, he's a biochemist. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, but then again, I killed him, so he's not going to be. Well, he's not going to be doing that. Yeah. He's not going to be on. And uh, then he's you have uh, Okidamu Okiwa, is who's a firefighter, and I ended up letting him live. So these are the kind of choices that you have, and that has ramifications on the on the game and the world. Yeah, I would still kill the chemist because you, you don't know what he's going to be creating. He's got a substance abuse problem. Who knows if he'll sell the chicken flu for like you know, coke or like an eight ball? Yeah, you know he's 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 not reliable. That's people. Well, I went for cancer. People Get, sold more yeah. for less. <laughs> we'll sell. Cure of cancer for, you know, dick sucking or something like that. You know, like, this guy is not to be that trusted. Kind of, he said that kind of substance abuse. Oh, wow. That is, that's what okay. we're dealing with here. You're a grim reaper, and you have to make the hard decisions of who lives and who dies. Firefighter, hero. And, yeah. Trying to make it. He's from a different country. He's trying to make it. Yeah. Yeah. And I have interesting commentary in there, there going over all this. But if you skip forward to uh, 16 and 20 seconds... You will see, I have a little, another uh, little desk job here, and this is where I either ran into a glitch or became absolutely fucking retarded, because right here, I'm just saying how, this is saying industrial or engineering background, and this guy's a digital artist, so I'm like, he doesn't matter, fuck him. Then I realized, I just moved the page off to uh, the other side of the screen. And now I can't get that fucking paper pack. <laughs> I, can't mark, I can't mark anybody for life or death. So now I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Maybe if I move them around? No, that's not working. What the shit? I'm freaking out right now. And I'm just like, god damn it. Like, ah. Uh. Oh, but now all my progress is going to be lost. Ah, uh, there's nothing I can do. No, that's that's OBS. That <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck. Oh yeah, it's switching every time you grab it. Which reminds me, do not pull your paper to the edge of nothingness. <laughs> what? Where does it go? It was uh, <laughs> one paper was off screen and it was switching every time. So I restarted it again. Where'd it go though? I don't know where it exactly. went. But every time he <laughs> grabbed the paper, it switched. So then, when I started back again, I got another, day one, I got another two separate profiles. And they were different from the original. So this means every time that you log into this, you're going to get different profiles on your daily Grimmies so job, and you'll be able to follow it. This one is a very infamous one, because they pretty much ripped off the plot for Armageddon. <laughs> I want to see this. 
And oh, then I funny. have another infamous flub at about 1840 uh, to where we find Bruce uh, Bruce Billis. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Billis. Well, I, I call him Bruce Billis. It's really Bruno Billis. And he's like a 47-year-old... Uh, there we go. Bruno Billis, a 43-year-old drill master. Bruno is an infamously gruff drilling expert who has been working on the deep-sea oil rigs for countless years. They've ah! had a tense relationship with their daughter and have yet to attempt to reconnect, making things work. So, I'm, I'm monologuing at this point, right? I am full-on monologuing, and I am head, loving in it. In his head, he's like... I could stay away just to hear you say. <laughs> So then I switch over to Edward no, Baldy. What was the song? The don't wanna close my eyes. <laughs> don't wanna fall asleep till I miss you, baby. And but I don't, don't wanna miss a day. Don't want copyrights. God damn it. No, but here's where I fuck up. I'm talking about Bruce Billis, and I mark Edward Baldy, the neuroscientist, for so living. He's 20 years old. We're fine. And you killed Bruce Billis? I had to. The, the God damn it. The option says I have to mark no. one for death. I just marked the neuroscientist to live, so unfortunately I can't undo it, and I have to kill Bruce Billis. I had to, Kelly. Now, now the comet's going to kill the Earth. It's not my no, fault. It's not. He dies. To save the Earth. He He's dies not heroically uh, so maybe saving that was your the decision. Earth, just that, like in Armageddon. That's and the, I actually did the right thing. Wow. <laughs> that's right. I stand by this. <laughs> I stand by this. Stand the neuroscientist right. had to live over the drill master. As much as we love Bruce Billis or Bruce Willis, we have to take into account the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Very, very... very Short story, my dad grew up and was best friends with Bruce Willis. Just letting you know. Yeah. He's apparently a dick, but I don't know. I, 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 multiple different Okay. But well, everybody's a dick to somebody. <coughs> so <Yeah. time>. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have the name of a podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we <laughs> were on a jet plane. Skip Willis is a dick here. sometimes. <laughs> now astronauts. Uh, sent to destroy asteroid, threaten vitality, lives uh, lives uh, complete, whatever the fuck that says. I saved the Earth somehow by killing Bruce Billis. That's my point. Yes, you did. Now, this great gameplay, it's, it's an amazing game. I've had so much fun. It took me about an hour to play the demo. It's for free on Steam. I definitely want you guys to go check this out. It comes out February 20th. And Lini Kuna... Thank you so much for contacting us on Twitter and sending your love out there. We are talking about it again because we, I can't talk about this game enough. It's so great. And uh, one thing that you just have to do is put it on your wish list on Steam. Nothing? Nothing? Steam? I said the name? Ah! <laughs> he's, he's a little rusty. for him. Yeah, he's a little rusty. But we got the curtsy from... Uh, Death and Taxes, and a lot of love going out there on the Twitter community, which we're always glad to see. So, into this, I want to go into, oh, the video. Go to 11, uh, 111.06. And pause it. 111.06. Yep. There. And pause. 
And let it buffer first. There we go. Bam! Lady Kunip. Rido Kakaias. Uh-huh. Kandri Kunapu. James Newnorth. Atta Mandis. Ozzy Mandis? No, I'm sorry. Atta Mandis as Oslet, not the guy from The Watchmen. Uh, Martin Rushtep. Adam Bow. Marcus okay. Rondo. And. Irma Salu. Irma Salu. Thank you so much for making this game. I absolutely loved your demo. I can't I, click I'm yes. I'm probably on. better at the enunciation I did. Where are they from? Yeah. I don't know. Sweden, Sweden Germany. Like, um, that's Sweden or Finland. Oh, yeah. this, and then there's Adam Bow. <laughs> he, 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 like, he must be an exchange student. Like, <laughs> that's exactly. Like, like, usually we have exchange students, and he went there. This is exactly what we have on the podcast. This, oh is, this is, why we this is what we've been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we took 45 minutes to start, and I have to leave in like 15 minutes. But, All right, well, let's, let's breeze through things. I definitely wanted to move on to that, but that that's a big thing that I wanted to highlight because there it was really nice of them to point out, and I wanted to put it first and foremost. Like this story, timelines are definitely going to skewed because move over Barry Allen. There's a new time traveler on the block. Steinsgate is getting a live adaptation to the U.S. market. Announced at the Science ADV Live Steinsgate. 10th anniversary, what, 1,010th anniversary? I guess that's kind of cheeky because nothing's that old. Um, At the Zep Diver City, Otibaya, Tokyo, on uh, January 26th, they announced that they were going to be doing a a Hollywood live adaptation of Steins Gate, which is coming out of the studios, the uh, Skydance Media, who have produced series like Altered Carbon, Grace and Frankie, they also worked on Terminator Dark Fate, as well as <laughs> <laughs> the upcoming Top Gun Maverick. I can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, maybe hold your expectations low. Um, but, you know, Lower. Dark Fate, Lower. we can't blame them Lower. for that. But Steinsgate is one of my favorite anime. It was made into a visual novel in 2009. It got a, a TV adaptation in 2011. Then the prequel slash sequel, It's Time Travel, got a release in uh, 2015 and got an anime release in 2018. The entire series is amazing. And if they can knock the live adaptation of this right, it's right on par for being another nerdy I'm gonna time go, travel. I'm going to go check it out on Funimation. So. It's really good. If you got the time, the first season of Steins Gate is mind-blowing. Steins Gate Zero is equally mind-blowing. It's just, it's time travel done, but imagine piano strings. And I can watch it because since the head baby, she's 10 months old, <clears throat> any cartoon I put on, oh. so now I've been putting on any cartoon I want to Cartoons watch. are magic. Yeah, man. You That's all. You should just pop on the anime and you'll be able to you watch them all. on his face when he heard his voice on the phone. So he goes like, three, two, one. One punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which hopefully we'll see more One Punch Man this year as well. Steins Gate, look out for the live action there, man. Kojima. I'm, I'm really excited about that. This one, oh man. Kojima Productions reportedly wants to develop uh, anime, manga, and smaller games. We'll I don't have the time in my day, I'm sorry. 
So a, a smaller game would only be what six hours? Well, they're talking about maybe. That's episodic. just the opening title. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about get the point, uh, maybe episodic or like a, a smaller title, uh, but from one mad scientist to another story. We'll go. That. That's another joke there. But um, Kojima Productions with Hideo Kojima and artist. Uh, Yoji Shinkawa, they sat in an interview with Fatsumu, uh, and they're interested in smaller games, episodic and digital only. Okay. Like your uh, Walking Dead, Telltales kind of style, which, with Kojima, that's right up his alley, because he's very much for dialogue. And if in those games, dialogue dialogue is key in The Walking Dead. You know, that Telltale series, even Borderlands, that, the Hands of Jack Chronicles they had. It's very key, is all the dialogue. I think Hideo Kojima could do hit it out of the park in that area. As well as episodic, we see yeah, but Final Fantasy VII. You would just make a fucking movie and you play the game. It's like, watch the movie later. Yeah, I mean, but still, Hideo Kojima also this wants to branch out. games remind me of, like, you know, if you choose this, turn to this page. That's the Lord of the Rings game. Choose your own adventure games. Refer to page something of, of this. Uh, Minecraft did that on Netflix, is where you had to make your choices and you did. They, they did a Minecraft story mode on Netflix. So, while these small okay. projects are not I'm to replace the studio's desire to do oh, big yeah. projects as well as video games, they would also like to branch out into manga and anime. Kojima and Shinkawa both said. They would like to work on projects using Shinkawa's mech designs. So, probably a mecha anime. Not necessarily Gundam. Kojima loves the mechs. Yeah, it's not necessarily Gundam. But looking at Kojima, I'm thinking more of like that one episode of Black Mirror with the little drones. I'm thinking like an anime like that. Maybe a hybrid Metal Gear and Gundam. Yeah, like drones that just love to Yeah, I didn't try that either. I, I heard it was pretty to. good though. But drones that love to talk your ear to death would be a horrific anime. The cinemas are the reason why I couldn't finish Death Stranding. I just yeah. couldn't sit through it. And still have it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, still has the disc. He went on. Yeah, he went on far from you. Yeah, played for a while. Play it for 74 years and then... Here's what you want to do. You put it on and then you can go to work. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're at work for six to eight hours and you come back, you'd be all ready But the cool thing about what I can do is I can actually remote into my computer at home, stream it in my PS4, and then watch it Still that works. Still monologuing. I'm good. Come to lunch. (laughs) Still monologuing. I'm good. Or you can just play it when I'm working from home. If you want to watch something, that's a good way to watch it. A Hideo Kojima game slash movie. But the next thing is awesome. Yeah, there's no Netflix. lot of actual play. A We're moving on to Netflix. Netflix is producing an anime for The Witcher. It's going to be a film made by Cora Studios. You know the studio in more than one aspect here. Cora Studios made Legend of Korra, the Avatar series, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be helming up this Witcher series. That's just an ad. Uh, With the actual Witcher. And here we see the tweet. Rumors are true. The new new Witcher story is in the works. The anime film, which is called The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf, 
will take us back to a new threat facing the continent. Brought to you by The Witcher Team, uh, Lauren Hersich, which is the showrunner, as well as the writer on the series, which is Bo DeMeo. They're behind the project, and they're behind the first series of The Witcher, kind of like showrunning that whole front. So I think okay. animated series could really complement to what we don't know after that first continuation. Yeah, I've mean, heard so many mixed reviews about The Witcher. It's so good. I've heard it's so good, and then people that don't understand, there's a lot of people that watch it that don't even know that it was a game. You've played video games, Just right? That happened. Well, it was, that was like the first thing that happened with Game of Thrones. They didn't know yeah. it was a book series. Yeah. And the only people the Witcher like, I don't understand some stuff. They're like, yeah. did you play the, the game? Well, the Witcher yeah. series is going more based off of the novel than the game, but it's still kind of the beginning. Both. The beginning of the Witcher can be a bit confusing the way they do the timelines because one person is like, because because now, regardless, of regardless you, you of can you. tell the people yeah. that have no idea about what the Witcher yeah, was no, before yeah. it came on. But it's still, it when you're watching the series, and I've well said you, you do it, there's certain scenes point. that are like 30 years apart. And there's <laughs> no kind of text saying 30 years later or anything like that. So well, that's what's that, confusing. in the show because that was perfect. <laughs> I, I have a gift. But <laughs> I'm, really looking yeah, forward. So. I'm really looking forward to this animated Witcher because this is adding into a different aspect of the series that they can really still work on. I'm buying you a new hat. It's got to be a little bigger than that, though. Thank you. But, moving on. (laughs) Sucks. Netflix also dropped a little teaser trailer for Altered Carbon Season 2 and a release Oh, finally. And the, don't trust me. The teaser trailer really does not show anything. Wow, you gave us all that, huh? Sanguru uh, technology. Yeah, thank God we have that. It's February twenty seventh, twenty twenty. But uh, I may have to give that. Hassan Amini is no longer attached to the project. She was the series writer for the first season, and Disney is going to overhaul the scripts. And she did not like that. Anthony Mackie. Oh, I love Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie is going to be taking place of the uh, main protagonist this season, taking over for uh, the other guy from the first season, while still maintaining Takashi uh, Konvakas uh, as the Co- main protagonist. Kovacs? Kovacs? There you go, Kovacs. <laughs> My handwriting is horrible. I had my eyes dilated when I was writing these notes. Takeshi gotta work Takeshi Kovovox. Yeah. Takeshi Kovac. There you go. Once again, my eyes were dilated. But, you still have the same guy from the... He's gonna get you. I will be back next week. I have to go. Alright, we'll we'll make sure they get it set up. So, see everyone? And mom and dad don't bicker so much. Bye, Kelly. Hey. So, we'll see Kelly next week. But, I miss him already. Already. <laughs> Tear. Bye, Link. guys. Well, bye. Yeah, I still think that this is going to be a good uh, move for the series. You have Anthony Mackie <laughs> helming it for the new... Shut we know. Up. We know. Link, we know. Don't be sad. Link. We miss him, too. So, we definitely have a good... Um, set up for this new series of Altered Garden, and I'm really looking forward to it. 
And the next story... And I, uh, uh, the mouse puts out some pretty good stuff, so uh, it should be good. I sense a disturbance in the force with this next story, which is... Uh, Does that say McGregor, like Conor McGregor? No, no like Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Oh, no, I was thinking of Conor because he had that 20-second fight, or however long it was. So I, I ordered that pay-per-view. That was really good. The whole 40 seconds of it? No, yeah, well, I mean, it, it was started really at good, huh? <laughs> it started at 6, ended at 12.30 midnight. I wouldn't buy, you know, I like kind of regret. I wouldn't buy a ticket because what am I going to be there, 10 seconds? Watching no, but you're once? watching, like, the entire... There, there's other people, but, you know, he's kind of... What's the money on this fight? I don't know. So, back to gaming. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the upcoming Disney Plus series for Obi-Wan Kenobi is... Uh, There's another podcast, Bickering Pay-Per-Views. <laughs> has been put on a bit of a delay. Oh, wow, Hassan was this story. Anyway, Hassan Amin is now no longer attached to the project. She's going to overhaul the scripts for the uh, filming delay. Uh, they're now going from filming from August 2020 to January 2021st. So, while it's it's just mainly, I see in this story, I just see it mainly as we have to go back, put some more fine-tuning into the script, and really focus on what people want in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Even if it is just a mini-series, just to finish off his character in true fashion. I want, I want, the, I want the content to be, you know, quality hold up to Ewan McGregor's acting style. Because he did, you know, after, you know, after the prequel uh, trilogy, Lucas's prequel trilogy, it he needs... He his, was thrilled to do that, by the way. He was tired of being recognized for train spotting. <laughs> Although George Lucas is said to have been more than happy to come back and helm... Star Wars. All right, go for it. He's just like, hey, if you guys want me back, I'll come back. But I almost don't want George there. I don't want Kevin Feige to do it because then he's going to be spread too thin. But I just want a good Star Wars nerd to step up and say, look, man. Could you Could you Like imagine? John Favreau. I want him to step yeah, up and say, look, I got this. Calm down. But Favreau can just focus on the Mandalorian and, and like the unique stuff that he can bring to life. Let... Let just hear me out. Just Lucas and Foggy get into a room, and they bring the best of both ideas, like the core story from Lucas. Yeah. All right, and then the the the, the pomps and circumstance, and, and and like the lawyers, lawyers, the fees, retainers, <laughs> all the waiting in the waiting rooms, and, and then and coffee, and then the. The, the production value that Feige brings to the table with, like, the extra, like, vision. Because, mm-hmm. let's face it, if you look at Kevin Feige, he has very good sight downstream. He can see what is going to happen. He is so waiting for Kelly to come. He back. is. He so. thinks Kelly's coming. <laughs> He's like, oh, for those is. of you who can see off camera, Link is sitting there. He he thinks very patiently because Kelly used right to smoke before he left. He probably still does. Link thinks he's just outside smoking, and Kelly's coming back. So yeah. we're going to sit by the door and wait for him. Yeah. But but Kevin Feige, he, yeah. he can see the end product 
in in full state downstream. So yeah. he could take someone's idea, he could take the core idea of what like the basis principle of a story will be, and then he can manipulate that, making an actually really good script and story, and then put it down into fruition. Well, like we mentioned mm-hmm. last week, he is reportedly working on the Ahsoka Tano series, which I can totally see him doing. That is him masterfully weaving in between stories of Sokotano through the Clone Wars, out through the rest of it. I could see him completely doing a separate universe kind of exploration for her. But the next story is a good bit of good news. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is now reportedly set for a late summer premiere. Once again, we see Disney Plus pushing things forward. Those are some shitty photos. Absolutely. But... We will I mean, see. I know what the actors look like. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch the movie. <clears throat> Deadline has reported that the series will drop in August of this year, uh, as opposed to previous reports. So, with this, we see uh, Sam Falcon trying to move on with the bearer, the responsibilities of the Captain America shield. Meanwhile, Baron Zemo and... Uh, What's his name? Agent America, Agent A, okay. coming in, swooping in to try and disrupt things as well, and Winter Soldier helping him through with their buddy cop kind of chemistry they have. Really don't like you right now. <laughs> That's not him. Can you move your seat up? <laughs> but I really loved. As soon as I saw them in Civil War, I was like, I want a movie with just them. I want something with just them. Just that chemistry that they had. So them moving this up is only, you know, good news for me. Um, This one is a bit of good speculatory reporting. Secret Invasion TV series is reportedly in the works at Disney+. Secret Invasion, if you aren't aware, is when uh, a lot of scrolls were infiltrating, Agent Scrolls were infiltrating Earth for years. Many... Prominent superheroes turning out to be shape-shifting alien imposters, which we saw starting to set up at the end of Captain Marvel, Yep, as well as, you know, uh, Far From Home, to where Nick Fury ended up being a scroll. Yep. They're really setting up the secret invasion, which leads me to believe that if we get a secret invasion movie, it's going to be helmed by the Russo brothers, because that's when they said they'd come back. Okay. I'll allow it. So if they have a TV series, once again, complimenting the movie, like Disney Plus is trying to do, like a wave. Yeah, make it one fell like... But I don't see them as having the staying power that they need to keep people coming back. I don't see a bunch of people... Like right now, you have The Mandalorian. What else do you have besides The World Explained yeah, by Jeff this Yeah, is, is this is the freshman year of Disney Plus, so I'm, you know... Netflix is the first year streaming service. That was, it was the same thing. Yeah, but so, and Disney's. Disney, but you know what? You know what? Disney's I expect so much more out of Disney. To last a, a yeah. You know what? You're you're fucking Disney. Yeah. You're the fucking. Get your Empire. game together. We expect more from you. You're but not they don't them. Need I expect to more. Subscribe. I expect more fucking money. I expect more. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Then, no, like, I want 
you're death. Just, you want you want the Imperial Death March, but you're getting you're getting the uh, the, 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 the native the, the native tribe from Ewas. <laughs> yeah, like fire, uh, fire. I'm not getting what I want from Disney. Is my major point. But what I'm saying is, they don't need you to stay subscribed. They know you'll come back, and they, they, when when they have it's not a good business model though. But, but when they have the streaming, ah, they'll come back. No, they won't. They're going to stay at Netflix. It's and Disney, like, hey. and they don't, they don't, they don't care. <laughs> and then you'll be like, hey, do you want this property? All right, so let me ask you this I got this, this really question. nice property. Can I ask you this one question here? And you're going to say, shut up, you're right. Name one person who just has one. Like, name a nerd who has just one streaming platform. I know many nerds that don't want another. That's that, my point. That don't want another. Yeah, they don't want another platform. That's why all these platforms coming out, and it's a battle of it. Netflix is already there. <coughs> Amazon is still good. They're going to leave it for how frequent they release their content. They're still producing the content. Which I agree. <coughs> to while but they Now, Disney does have Hulu to dump stuff out on, and Disney hasn't actually said whether we're going to be only family-friendly and we're going to put everything else out on Hulu, or if they're going to actually make a distinction. Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all of them already have family content and non-family content. Perfectly yeah. fine. Now, Disney has to have a stick up their ass about whether they want... No, we're Disney. We have to be a happy fairy tale, even though all those fairy tales are pretty gruesome if you look up the source context. But we're, we're happy fairy tale. Look up Sleeping Beauty, the original story. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, read that one. You want to skip to the end part. But that's why... Ignore point. the dwarf origin. You know, there's... It's just... I don't see Disney. If you want to stay a viable... Look at Peacock. Look at all these places coming out. They have something for everyone. You have yeah. your Saturday Night Live for your mom and dad. You have your 30 Rock for those people that are like, ah, I remember that show. <laughs> you have something. You don't have something with Disney just being like, hey, you want to see Little Mermaid again? No. <laughs> no, I don't. They're perfectly happy capturing the Disney market. Yeah, give me more Star Wars. Give me more Marvel. That's what I want out of you, Disney. That's me as a consumer. Now, that's you as a consumer. You as a consumer, yes, you have kids. You may want more of that family-friendly content, and I can understand that. But just like Netflix, hey, is this a kid's account? Is this an adult account? You can set that boundary very easily. You can also set that in Disney. And I don't see why you would really Why would make you need that? that? Would you not then want them to see the game? Then why would you make that a big counterpoint of putting things on your platform? If you can easily make that distinction. It so, doesn't make sense to me. So the kids don't mess up my watch history. Your inconvenience is my problem. It is. Okay. On to the next story. <laughs> which is happier news. This is why I sprinkle these stories and I mix them all throughout. Because this one's really good news. Bill Murray. We have reported it before, but now it is officially confirmed that he will be a part of Ghostbusters Afterlife as one Mr. Peter Vankman. My first probable nerd hero, Peter Venkman. Because after Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, they had the animated series, yeah. and they had the proton packs, and I was all into that merchandising 
I was always I yeah. Was, he had everything. He had the proton pack. He had the, the little suit. The, yeah, uh, but I didn't have the good pack. trap. I had the trap that made noise, but it didn't actually open up. I didn't know there were different. There were different traps. There were different traps, and it's very emotionally strong. Thank you for bringing it up. But we see Paul Rudd. Hey, hey. But Bill Murray. Um, you mentioned ha- uh, one thing on the phone to me earlier. How yep. he liked how Egon centric it was. So, like Bill Bill Murray did a interview saying that the the basis of the story was written uh, wholly in part. Of Harold Ramis, you know, passing away when yeah. he did, um, they were trying to make a movie, but with his passing, they revamped the story, and now it's you know with Egon with Egon gone. It was that really is, rude. Yeah, he said, "I like that." He should have waited until they could finish the film. But, he did but, say they're a man down sure. right now. They're a man down, but with him gone. That is the fuel that's driving this It really story. is. That, is, well, the, that yeah. is the narrative. Even in the first trailer, scroll up a little bit, you know that little girl is Egon's granddaughter. Yep, just by the look of and her. And the story, Jason Reitman has said, is what if you went into your grandparents' cellar and you found a proton pack? What would that do yeah, to your be, whole psyche awesome. as a child on what you actually mean? And that's what we're getting from this film. I, I take imagine, that fucker outside and fire it up! <laughs> I imagine I'm going to be like a blubbering mess watching this movie, but I'm going to love every second of it. You have everybody I want in this movie. You have Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. You know what I mean? It's Did one of those things Ant-Man? I absolutely can't wait for. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, now that he made that statement that this is kind of like a a tribute story to Harold Ramis, yeah, you know, and his character that he brought. It was essentially the focal point of the movie. Like his knowledge, his 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 intelligence, yeah. the the science behind it was all based on Egon's findings and, and Harold Ramis has just been a mastermind of just comedy that you didn't know about. From knocked up to stripes to As good know, as it gets. As good as it gets he wrote to that fucking too. Animal House and every, everything he oh, yeah. Harold Ramis has had a finger in everything you've been laughing about. And for them to just put him on a pedestal and just praise him as Egon in did this you, movie. Speaking of Ghostbusters, did you watch the uh, movies that made us? The Ghostbusters one? Yes! yes. <laughs> oh, man, they were, on, they were on a major crunch. Yes. Major crunch time for that movie. They didn't know they were actually going to make the deadline. And I imagine that a lot of people at Disney are reliving that same horror right now. Yeah. They're like, it's due when?! Oh my god! And they're freaking out. But remember, like the whole name of Ghostbreakers versus Ghostbusters. Yes, and they had to they had to <laughs> shoot two separate scenes. One saying Ghostbreakers, and the other one saying Ghostbusters, because they weren't sure they were going to be able to get the licensing for Ghostbusters back. So then, then from like a seventies cop, like from a toy company. company. Yeah, like toy, like a toy company that owned the cartoon like knockoff. The so, people who owned He-Man. <laughs> Yes. They weren't sure okay. if they could get it back from the people so that they, owned He-Man. What happened yeah, is the that, mighty net, the mighty yeah. wealth of He-Man. How about that? Okay, now we have Sam. Can you hear me now? Check on our YouTube for the proper sound, uh, sound because we've been recording this whole time on that. Thank you, Kevin. That is exactly why you are our alternate wall changer, and we thank you every week. 
That is exactly what, you know what, thank you. You're the man. Uh, and I it's saw you can watch it from the beginning, too, man. Thank you. Did you plug in that mic? Yeah, I did. So, Ghostbusters, Bill Murray's back in. That's what you haven't been able to hear. That's a whole other issue we'll t- tackle later. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> That's what we get for calling an audible. So, Bill Murray, confirmed for Afterlife. We'll go on to the next story. And start anew. Like, uh, another animated movie. Mortal Scorpions. Kombat. Yeah, Scorpions Revenge. And it will be. Excuse me, it will be R-rated. Okay. Um, the animated movie for Mortal Kombat is going to be produced by Ed Boon of uh, NetherRealm. Okay. And not much is known about it, but he did scroll down. You'll see a tweet from him that uh, what all these have in common. Joker movie, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Killing Joke, the animated film from Batman, and Mortal Kombat animated film. That's kind of the realm that he's looking in. Very dark. And you're talking about Scorpion, so maybe we'll see an origin, yeah, uh, nice. something like that with Scorpion. You know what the tie into the character? You know what they also tie in is to that? The uh, the DLC for Mortal Kombat 11, the Joker character is going on. That's true. MK11. Yeah, and they've had a lot of uh, gameplay out there with his uh, you know finishing moves and stuff like that going on out. And the Joker actually looks good, not like Injustice 2 Joker. <laughs> where they mixed, like, Jared Leto with Heath Ledger. This one actually looks kind of good. Yeah, I always change the cut. And Link is still looking for Kelly. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. But, especially anything Mortal Kombat with the reboot coming out in uh, January 15th, 2021. We had that pushed back. Now, first half of 2020, we're going to be seeing this Mortal Kombat animated movie. So it may quell that little animated, uh, at least that Mortal Kombat itch you have, yep. if it's along that Joker line. So, next story is, uh, there may be a, uh, no, not this one, the other Mortal Kombat. There we go. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3, the originals, oh. may be remade. For the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Now, this is coming out of, uh, I guess, like the rating system. The new rating suggestion says that it may still be in the works. Blind Squirrel Games were working on this remastered edition, but as of April 2019, it was reportedly canceled. But Mortal Kombat Collection Online is the original Mortal Kombat trilogy that Mortal Kombat fans have always wanted. Upgrade game art, gameplay, Online features provides an incredible experience that receive the classics. Every five, the classics. There you go. But getting that remake out there for the first three, it's a nice thing that you could do. Um, whether it is or isn't happening, you still have that access to the first three somewhere. So, um, funny story with Mortal Kombat 11. I unlocked the Johnny Cage announcer voice. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate a good announcer voice, sir. So when you pick Johnny Cage, he goes, sex machine. (laughs) And then when you pick Sonya Blade, he goes, my future ex-wife. 
But, <laughs> but is it Lyndon Ashby's voice? It's not Lyndon Then Ashby's it's not Johnny Cage! I know. Uh, I know. I'll have, to, I'll have to isolate <laughs> those clips just so you can hear them all. They are funny and entertaining. Just the age. But no official announcement yet on that, on whether it actually is a thing or not. I just thought it'd be kind of cool. Um, Capcom. Now, Capcom may be releasing a new Dino Crisis, according to the leaker, Aesthetic I don't Gamer. I remember the first one. Uh, the reliable leaker has said that moving forward, uh, they were looking at uh, Resident Evil 8. Which we heard may be released yeah. in 2021. Capcom saying there's nothing Resident Evil on, in the works, which is exactly what you would say if you were working on something. Or if they were actually not working on it. We're being hopeful! But. And watched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But. Um, <clears throat> the leak also claims that Capcom is looking to bring back other titles in the same vein as Resident Evil 3. And Dino Crisis would be in that vein. Yes. Of that genre of games that we have We haven't love. seen a Dino Crisis game since PlayStation 1. That's why I don't remember it. Yeah. You might have played it. You you might have, but you just didn't remember I remember but beating the first one. I just don't remember what the story was about. <laughs> That's why it's the perfect thing for a remake. It is, you know what? It is the perfect thing for a remake. I remember it. I don't remember anything about it. Clearly, it wasn't that memorable. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, I remember it was a fun game. What, are the, what are the most memorable PlayStation 1 games you can remember? Uh, what was that? First thing Crash Play- Bandicoot. Uh, oh, Tekken. Yeah. yeah. As well as... Tekken 2 and Tekken 3 were the, were the pinnacles of Oh, them. yeah. They Final like Fantasy... 7. 7. As uh-huh. well nine, seven, as eight, nine. Jack and... Dad. Jack and Jack. There was no, two. No, that was Jack. That was two. Le- Legend of Dragoon. There you go. Legend of Dragoon was PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, we could go on for hours. Anyway. Jade, Jade's Cocoon was kind of like a PlayStation version of... Uh, it was like a hybrid of Pokemon. On a but side it, note, I do want a uh, reboot of Jade's Empire still. Just because you said Jade. Jade's Empire. Make it happen. Yeah, get on that. It'll only take you ten years. Get started now. Um, I'm not the only one that wants it. Katie. Persona. Mm-hmm. Persona. I have one. Yeah. No. Like, oh, the game. Right. From no. Which... Which they actually did a re retooling and remake version of that game for the PSP, which you can download an emulator for huh. and play it. It actually adds a lot more videos and visual effects and uh, like extended dungeons. One and two. Okay. So on the next story, it was a leak earlier on next last week that Godfall gameplay trailers came out. If you scroll down, we can look at some of this beautiful bean footage here of the uh, co-op slasher looter kind of combating on the next episode of Godfall. The Borderlands kind of looter shooter. They're going for a slasher looter. Um, Accident that thing. Uh, Warframe type of game. Yeah, it's looking Mm Warframe-ish. But Warframe still had guns. This is just melee, and it's looking beautiful. 
And depends I mean, on how the melee combat. This combat footage is supposedly alpha. No, so, it looks it looks alpha. Yeah, it's alpha, so it's not. Finished, looks like they're kind of going for a Dark Souls sort of uh, combat feel with the swords. I mean, you almost have to if you're. I would actually call today. that more of a For Honor. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. For Honor is. Because well, you, you, see, you, yeah, you see the different stances yeah. and, and uh, weapon types. Yeah, like that weapon, which was a giant rancor. Or like the colossal failure that, you know, two humans was supposed to be. Yeah. So if you scroll down, you'll actually see there's a, a six-second video from a Redditor showing the Lance... Uh, Attack that you saw in the other gameplay, but that, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just six seconds, but showing a little bit more of the gameplay, not much. Um, a little bit smoother. The same character models that we saw in the first, you know, uh, announcement trailer. So there's something to this game that I think a lot of people will love. You know, I mean, everybody likes a decent hack and slash. I mean, Dynasty Warriors... Only exactly, did. that's what they made their life on. You know, Dynasty Warriors only did it 11 times with the two, like, alphas that, like, well, the other ones that they did. Oh, they still have another 13 more. Oh, I know they do. <laughs> Nine was actually a good departure. Like, and they, they, they still kept the hack and slash, like, core elements of it, but they also made it, like, online campaign so you could do it with multiple friends. Okay. And you could do PS4 and, I believe, uh, PC uh, crossplay. Nice. So the next story is unfortunately a job listing. Elder Scrolls Six may be heading into full production. I think it is. Come on, go already. Nah, Fine. He's not go. sure. I'm gonna see that one from later. Yeah. Elder Scrolls yeah. Six is going into full game development. So the first job listing is for someone to collaborate on. Implementation of new gameplay features, players, characters, behaviors, combat, power mechanics, and uh, user interface. I'll do it. And it seems a little late for Starfield to be hiring, so they assume that they're moving this into Elder Scrolls Six, which, honestly, uh, that would make a logical assumption. Bethesda is obviously trying to make up for... I think this one's going to be 76. in uh, Hammerfall, which is sort of the desert Red Guard area. Okay. Kind of like uh, the they're the Middle East. Yeah. I think that's where Scroll a lot of... Scroll down a little bit. You from. see the kind of... That, uh, uh, that is the image that we got from the gameplay trailer when they announced they were working on it. Because it borders with Skyrim. But I don't really... I so those mountains in the back, round to the left, are probably Skyrim. That's probably the transition area. Yeah. Here or here? Well, those mountains yeah. are probably the ones that border Skyrim. So we'll, we'll have to see if this the job listings haven't really panned out yet. Skyrim. But they are hiring, so hopefully it is something Elder Scrolls related. And you think Skyrim, been a while since we've had Elder Scrolls. Skyrim, when, when did that come out? Like, oh, nine? Or and I'm, and it's still yeah. really playable. Uh, 12. Yeah. 11 or 12. No way. 11. Yeah. I was still so we're due no. for a 
We're due for one. Twelve, because it was I was still working at Best Buy. But, I mean, it's uh, one of those things that I think that Elder Scrolls, yeah, it's it something that people 12. are going to keep on piling. Dragon Age 2 came out, and then Skyrim came out after that. Yeah, yeah. On to the next story, which is a bit of good news. Um, that was the same story. Yeah, we already did that one. A remake of a classic Star Wars game is reportedly in the works, and I think you're going to like it. TIE Fighter? So, it's been rumored to Rebel be Assault. a reboot <laughs> or reimagining of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Okay. Well, 1 and 2. Um, they're saying that they're probably going to mix both games into a new kind of reimagining for the whole thing. Probably put a just big old Matman generalization stamp and this call is it not the game. Knights of the Old Republic. No, scroll down. That's an advertisement for the, the seventh season of the Clone Wars. Not that far down. There right, we go. There. So, <clears throat> Kotar. I you I would have the picture. No. Kotar will always be have a place in our hearts, but I do think they're going to put that Matman generalization stamp, just like they did with Battlefront, right on, boom, Knights of the Old Republic. They're going to have, like, one and two mixed together and just kind of muck it up. I don't really have faith in this. I know I want yeah, to. Yeah, I want neither. Because I love those two games. Disney needs to take the... But I don't have trust in Disney and EA. EA is mm. working on this. I don't have trust in okay. EA. I want Disney to say... Because the Fallen Order wasn't EA. That was a separate... Yeah, that's why it team. was so good. That's why it was good. Now you have EA like, oh, we could totally do this. And they're just going to battlefront it up. Mm. How do you like that for censorship? I could have said an expletive there. But instead, <laughs> I said battlefront it up. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> battlefront it up. Uh, worse man. than an expletive. Title of the podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, so we need a palate cleanser after that one. Yep. Like, Neo 2. It's getting a story trailer, which you can click on there, as well as DLC packs. I need mm. to play this game. It's a re- Neo, Neo is I, a really good game. Yeah, we both played uh, at least a little bit through it. You play? Did you play any of the Dark Souls? Yeah, I still play that. It's right along those lines. Like Dark Souls, the first yeah. Dark Souls is still playable. It's really good. There's I, a lot of people on. I so. bought this Neo one thinking it was a, it was a different game, but I was completely happy once I bought it because I was like. Oh, this is dope. And oh, yeah. It's right along that line. Like Excellent if you're fighting that mechanic. Mythology. If you're a fan of like. It just looks like a harder Jap- Chinese on, on lore. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, with Neo 2. It's an excellent story from what I You're going to get a great story. You're going to get DLC packs, which are going to serve as prequels. And, to it, the and main story it, in this it, one. It's the right level of challenging for you. Yeah, so the DLC packets are going to be set 45 years prior to the orig- uh, to the events in the game. So you're going to have... Uh, I'm sorry. No, the game is set 45 years prior to Neo. And then the DLC packet is going to be before the original main story quest. Players act as Hideyoshi, a demon hunter that's part human and part yokai. Team Ninja's creative director, Tom Lee, teased more of the plot's mysteries on the PlayStation blog on Thursday morning. 
I think we're going to get a lot more of that interactivity between PlayStation and the fans and less E3 mm-hmm. appearances this year. Uh, yeah. More stated on here, it's called Calamity Strikes One Day as a protagonist loses control of their own yokai power while battling against a ferocious fiend. However, the dire situation is remedied by a wandering merchant by the name of Tochikoro. This is so Japanese, it should have tentacles. Yeah, yeah, it's very Japanese. Magic imbued art- artifacts that can help <laughs> the ruler communicate with yokai spirits. Yeah. So, check out Neo. Neo 2 is on the way. Um, no real uh, release date that I saw yet. Oh, March 3rd. Uh, March, March 13th. 13th. March 13th. Oh, I even have it written up. On PS4. So it's coming out this year. Check out Neo 2. And God of War is a sequel, is hinted at by the director, Corey Barlog. He, he set it around Thea and Kratos. So probably going in the prequel direction with how Kratos and Thea, uh, Thea met. Yeah. That could be good. And really kind of exploring that relationship more and how they made the little baby. Giving more depth into the story there. How they made the God of War. Yeah, so uh, the story, Faye and Kratos meeting. There's videos online. When you don't know anything that's coming ahead, right? Meeting her needs is to actually feel like something that you already know. The story that we uh, we told here. Ah. So she's got mythology to build up to. So there's more stuff. Coming. You have to build up her. They're going to chunky it up. Yeah. I mean, you know. You, we're going to have a chunky up that, that story. First, that first opening scene, when you see, you actually see, like, Kratos get emotional. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about, like, you know, prior to this game, it was like water from a stone. But, like, now he has a driving force and something that, even though he, you know, I don't, he doesn't necessarily see his son as a burden. He just sees, he knows what he can become and is fearful of it. But well, when you kill father, I bet you'd be worried about your son. That's the story. Of I the... slit my father's throat. That's... Oh man, I better kill my son. Oh, he killed me. That's, that's very Greek much. Tragedy. That's very similar. Yeah, that's all Greek tragedy. That's all Greek tragedy. That's, that's right all there. of them. Because they were all just fucking random people and couldn't tell who the actual daddy was. I'm sure that's Matt Man generalization blanket over that one. But that's how you kill the story. On we go. He just <laughs> created a ghost. To uh, Wiz Khalifa, the Sleeping rapper, ghosts. made a Sonic music video. So uh, no, no, let's leave the the. He, well, let, we don't want to get low. Started. He's got a play a, a Sega Genesis. A whole 16-bit, and he's going through his music video here. Which, it's just a nice nod that video games and rap. He was definitely high when he thought of this, because now he's running with Sonic in uh, 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 Green Hill Zone. Which... Ultimately, if you're going to run with Sonic, that's a, that's a good zone to start off on. Now he's in the caverns. You know, this Mixing is... in with the uh, feature clips from the m- new movie. 
You know that new movie's probably coming out soon. So. I think it's February of next year. Oh, that's amazing. And this came out right now, huh? Yeah. Huh. Jim Carrey pointing out there also that he wants to be doing another master on them. And yeah. uh, he's... Hey, it's Little Yachty. <laughs> Who's that or that is? Yeah, well, his name's in the background. Yeah, oh, you can't okay. tell if that's advertising or not. Um, you know what? You know, For himself. On, so name the one board that you always used to love on Sonic 2. I can't remember. Yeah, my memory banks aren't as uh, deep as yours. I filled all that. Oh, ah, there you go. Yeah, Casino so. Zone. But what I enjoyed on the Genesis later in its uh, inception was Sonic Spinball. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Sonic Spinball. The last story that I wanted to end on was uh, one that Big Brother sent over. Who did I? Oh, yeah. Ten of the rarest (laughs) limited edition PlayStation consoles. So I uh, figured we'd uh, take a look at this one. And uh, so if you're looking to buy a collector's edition of the future, this is what you want to look for. First, we have the Agent 47 briefcase. Priceless. That is priceless. Okay. So from Square Number nine. God of War limited edition. 500 bucks. Wow. I don't know, that kind of looks... They like, still have the case. That kind of looks Zelda-y to me, you know what I mean? I know they're going for Nordic, but, you know... Greek? Mm. Is it a... No, uh, Nordic... Uh, God of War is in, uh, the... What was The Vikings. Greek? No, Norse. that's the first trilogy. Norse mythology. Okay. Yeah. The first trilogy is Greek. When they remade it, it was Norse. And then Number eight. Net Yazar... Uh, Yazar Yaros at thir- wow 13. something Japanese thirteen fifty for that just because it's black so although this may it's look probably like a totally the normal PlayStation console a serious fan of this device will will know that that's not quite the case that this is called the Net Yarosi a special version of the PlayStation that was sold to game developers in ninety six. Cost around seven hundred fifty dollars when it was released. Wow, and it was designed to be to be hooked up to a computer so game developers could work on and test their games. Fair it enough. It was actually a a developer. Uh, so it's a PS One developer. Okay. PlayStation Four Pro Five Million Edition fourteen fifty. Good. This had to have been a that has JJ Abrams lens flare all over it. Okay, this console looks pretty, uh, much like a regular PS4 Pro, except for the fact that the shell of the console and the controller come in a really cool translucent blue color instead of the regular opaque black. Oh, so that's all you're looking for there. Only 50,000 copies of this console were made, and its cost is $7.99 to get the entire bundle. Today, they can be purchased on the resale market, and they are definitely more than the original price of $7.99, going in upwards to... One thousand four hundred fifty dollars for the imagine being that friend to just open bundle. What are you What are you buying that for, dude? I'm gonna make a fortune on this. Like, no, you're not. And then no, it's that. not a fortune, but it it is a pretty penny. That's a nice comment. But that's that's Jeez. like that's like an investment you have to wait on. Like, you buy it 
and then yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to wait. Now I'm gonna years. wait 45 years for it to appreciate. <laughs> Scroll up a little bit, and we'll see the name: the PlayStation Vita Hasuk Hasun Miku Miku <laughs> Limited, five hundred dollars. Wow! So okay. it's a PlayStation Vita that's got some centered around an anime. Project Diva, probably, if I'm assuming. It was uh, in Japanese pop culture. culture. Japanese. Toyota, Domino's family. Yeah. Wow, this is right up Holy the Holy shit! The PSP Linda Montana. Montana edition coming in at $320. Oh, man. 2009 wow. Disney press start, man. Hannah Montana. Rain your daughter's room. You can sell this motherfucker. Wow, man! Yeah, so that's a uh, that's a blast from the past. Four, but uh, my my wow, Cyrus it so now depreciated. Oh man, the Spider Man, the Spider Man, uh, Spider PlayStation Four Pro VIP kit. Good loud! All those Spider Man f- the comics, which are probably the comics. This special edition bundle is stuff. one that's impossible to put a price tag on. That's because even the most dedicated Spider-Man fans and PlayStation collectors are going to have problems trying to get their hands on this amazing collector's edition. The estimated that a maximum of 50 were made and were created as giveaway prizes for IGN. Oh, yeah. With a special red Spider-Man-inspired PS4 Pro, several Spider-Man comics, and a copy of the game. Could you imagine that? A PJ and WH... PlayStation Pro Edition. Look at that. Oh, man. So, PlayStation Portable God of War Entertainment Pack. Chains of Coming in at seven. That was the one title I didn't play that I was like, it was awesome. Maybe I should grab that. You can still play it on PS4. Okay. So, uh, we'll have to check that out. But, God of War. Amazing series for PlayStation. Who would have known it would have been so monumental, ripping off the bundle that came with a bright red PSP, copy of God of War, Chains of Olympus, a copy of the movie Super Bad, and a digital <laughs> download code Why? for the game Siphon Filter Combat Ops. If you're looking to get, I get this that. bundle it, in its original packaging, it is now priced for $750. I get Siphon Filter. Why? Holy shit. Why Super Bad? Because it was just something that they can throw in for it, like a UMD title. Okay. And the PlayStation 2 Satin Silver, $1,000. Wow. When most people think of the PS2, they think of the black version. Although that colorway is definitely a classic. It's not the only version. Many other colorways, including pink, blue, white, red, yellow, were released in different regions around the world. Um, I remember the white console and the silver one because... My uh, niece got one on the like bitter end of the PS2 life cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like around 2005 or six because she got Kingdom Hearts 2 with it. Uh, you think she still has her console? We can make <laughs> we get email at she all. She doesn't trade anything in. So uh, oh, she's gonna be one of those hoarders that you wait until they're, they just croak. One of the rare. Like, oh my god! Look at all these rare consoles I got. <laughs> One of the rare color Really? A 3DO? You have a 3DO? I'll take it. She says she was related to the old man on PJ and WH. Okay. She's a hoarder. She's got an Atari in the shed. 
The number one not PlayStation 4 Pluro Spider-Man limited. Whew. When they announced this, I was like, oh, man. I debated it. I I really did. I was I like, wholeheartedly no. debated it. I was thinking about If I'm going to buy a PlayStation, maybe this is where I go in at. And this was my exact <laughs> thought as soon as I saw it to where that marketing just slaps you in the face as soon as you look. It originally retailed for like a standard price of a PS4, but yeah. it's up to $1,000 now. But you have that gigantic New Age Spider-Man looking thing. Yeah, you can just... What do you eat? I don't know. We'll find out later. But I definitely like this for a little ending article, although for an end segment, I had a different idea. So, we started off with uh, Death and Taxes, and we started off with the Twitchy Wilson, who quickly <clears throat> died right in front of us. Yes, he did. He vaporized? <coughs> I'm still looking for him. Not in a tragic plasma rifle accident. That was the first time. Um, our end segment today is, what if you were a Grim Reaper? Oh, who would you kill, and oh. who would you live? Who would you let live? Name a person, and who would you let? Who would you kill right now? Do the lawyer constraints? I'm not going to name who I'm going to eliminate. <laughs> Donald Bump. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I don't know. Who? I mean, even in I don't, um, I don't want anyone to die in a Grim Reaper fashion. It would be to save the overall chaos from spilling over. Oh, I think that you, mine would definitely be the save of chaos, trust me. And my sanity. Mm-hmm. But my main one is, who would you want to let live? Like, uh, even with, like, you know, uh, the news recently of recent losses, I would almost want uh, my life uh, spared to be Ozzy Osbourne. Because we recently, he recently announced on Twitter... Parkinson's, uh, yes. Parkinson's, another Go one. On. We know it since the Osbournes. He was shaking like a, a, a leaf on a tree. Come on, like, yeah, but we really? don't know if it was the we, drugs we did, or the No, alcohol. that's why he got like <laughs> He wasn't being hit in the head. Or the bat blood. <laughs> yeah, like... My only thought was, would have been like before a couple days ago, uh, you know, if you would have had the foresight, Kobe Bryant. Of course, tragic... Helicopter accident, taking his and his daughter's life. That would have been the immediate life kind of threads I would put in there to save. But, you know. That's why I don't go in helicopters. It's one of those things. Death-wise, I mean, you can almost, I mean, you can pick anybody who's really just about the door to kick it that's really not not used to anything. Mark Scorsese. Just to name one. Um... But uh you know the two that's for legal disputes aside. Um also uh I mean one I would probably kick off would uh have to be oh there you go, Link taking Kelly's spot. Maybe I'll sniff this spot will come back. Yeah. But I mean uh one thing that I do think is that nobody has the real answers for the Grim Reaper. So, probably not a good end segment. But we had the PlayStation Top 10. Uh, I might have another one for you. Okay. Okay. Did you see, uh, there's an office outside of, like, the China with the coronavirus. Um, I didn't. 
I don't tend to look up coronavirus. Uh, Take a look at this. Gamers find scary connection between Resident Evil and coronavirus outbreak. Okay. That's not eerie at all. <laughs> no, it's totally normal. Do you have any other evidence other than one thing? Besides the glaring evident, uh, obvious evidence. Which, you know, it, on the green screen, that looks black, and it's like a green color. Yeah, it's a teal green. It's color. like a teal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, what other evidence? I think this is pure conjecture, and I don't see this as being correlated at all. It's just one of those, like, weird kind of things. <coughs> Serendipitous things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit too close. Stay out of China, if you can. You can visit the Great Wall after people die, and you have a whole bunch of zombies, a billion of them, roaming around the countryside. Luckily, there's a, a gigantic ocean between us. And um, speaking of viruses, did uh, did you hear what Robert Kirkman said? He he went on like a kind of like a pseudo record saying that, oh yeah, this is what killed The Walking Dead. Oh, this is what caused the outbreak. Yeah, he went into uh, like uh, a sci-fi realm. Yeah, like a little hey, this is what caused the whole Walking Dead outbreak. This is what potentially could have caused it. Yeah, just to kind of drum up. He's the, like space rock, what a virus. Yeah. So okay, over to the PJ. It's like, we don't want to give Google too much advertising. Well, that's repeated. Yeah, like they need it. Not that one. The one right next to it, literally. There we go. Here you can find us on PJWH. And uh, this has been the end of the Triforce podcast. Podcast number 88 for the Progenius Warriors Media Network. And, uh, yeah, man. Um, and, and segments don't always come out so smooth. Like the beginning of the podcast, apparently, thanks to Kevin. Uh, we always thank you, Ultimate Wall Janger, for watching our backs on the audio platform. And uh, we also want to thank out Placeholder Gameworks for death and taxes and all the love that they sent out there. And we really appreciate all you guys. We also want to thank Matt Kennedy and Teddy Schools for liking out the last yeah. podcast and doing all their own little podcast on a little love balloon. Yeah, we're thinking about you, Teddy. We know you got some stuff going through. Much family despair going through on some of the fronts, and we will prevail because, uh, you know, we are here for each other, just like you. If you want to like, comment, and subscribe below, we'd love to hear your feedback. Follow us on all the podcast platforms, and you can find any audio podcast, yeah. as well as YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Through SoundCloud. SoundCloud, uh, we find uh, on our notifications, uh, Lena Kunap, uh, as well. As uh, Supremer.us liking podcast number 78, Intergalactic Ways, Superpowered People Eaters. I love our titles. <clears throat> so, we will have another great one for this one. I, of course, am Matthew Bieberill, the Matman. To my right is Christopher Bristow, the old man. To my left is Stephen Bieberill, big brother. We are the Triforce Podcast. Link, Hero of Time, off Kelly, Learning, right looking here, for Kelly. Hero willing to be entered in here. Twitchy Wilson, Kelly. We'll totally Collins. get our shit together. We're week. gonna get our shit together next week. A lot going on this week, and I was getting over the Black Death. Not to lay out excuses at the end, but uh, thank you everybody for listening. As always, this is a long drawn out goodbye. I am Matthew Beagle, the Batman, saying thank you everybody for watching, and tune in next week, boys and girls. Game on! We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> don't want to fall asleep till I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a day.
Don't want copyrights 13 years later. Hey, you want to see Little Mermaid again? No. You might have played it. You, you might have, but you just didn't remember. I remember beating the first one. I just don't remember what the story was about. I will be back next week. I have to go. Podcast is coming to an end. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Which is actually from Dante's Inferno, uh, the Divine Comedy. We've been watching Magicians. Gotcha. Sci-fi series saved by Netflix, like many others. And I had two credits, so I just got. Uh, you got the books. Audio books. Yeah, because they based magicians off of like these books of fillery to where like they're taking magic into like, hey, this is real world, and kind of not quite. Yeah, it's good. I can't wait to see like, what the book says. There we go. God damn it! That's why you set all that up before you hit record. That's what I was trying to do. <coughs> you, you want to be uh, I don't know why you would start listening to me now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't listen to me, it's your fault. If you listen to me, it's your fault. You know what? Based on that, Kelly, you're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's no. He's the new guy. Ah. You're the veteran. You can't pass the buck. I'm depending on you with your experience and veteranship. And me telling you I told you so. Well, oh. that's the payment. <laughs> That's the payment. Now Josh has multiple different people to look at, and he doesn't have to go live anyway. We'll add a tab later. <clears throat> now Josh doesn't have to uh, think that we're five feet away. We have a bunch of people in the shot. Pizza. Oh, hi. Pizza. Thank you. Bye.